Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! The return to right, glory. I'm sure I have my GPS up still, though. I can do this. Uh, just follow me. You got it up? Yeah, I got it up. Okay. All right. Quick one. Or at least quick segment here. We can throw this in wherever, anywhere. I don't give a shit. But um, I know you're Hold a on. golfer. I had, we're a, on, I had a talk. We're, we're, on, we're on the way. We're on the way to the PGA show right now. We're both caravating there. We're on the phone recording this. So we're going to do a pre and post of the PGA show. Um, well, maybe we can do a little bit before. Maybe we can do a little bit after. But uh, exactly, we'll exactly, pre, exactly. Pre-post PGA show. Exactly. So pre. First question. <laughs> we were talking about golf influencers and how they were going to be at the PGA show. And you had an SMH moment. And so... My question for you is, like, I know, like, you're a pro golfer, and, like, that's what you mark your first occupation as. Like, what's that What's that social media shit you do on the side, then? I mean, basically, I just show what I'm doing, like, how I practice. I mean, I'm trying to get more – I think I don't know if I told you, like, my plan coming up with social media – because you kind of have to know about, like the algorithm and like what people want to see, what people want like want from you, and mostly on on Instagram and TikTok and all that, people just want like free tips or like no one's really no one's really that interested in what you're actually doing. People just want free stuff, you know. And I'm just on social media to market myself, just to see like maybe I can maybe I can. Uh, gather a following through social, through social media and uh, who knows what that would lead to. Maybe like side stuff and I mean I've, I've worked with like different companies and gotten paid through it a little bit so it has been beneficial but it's different than what like other people are doing. I mean I don't know if you know what Good Good Golf is. It's like a YouTube YouTube channel and uh, they do a lot of like they play with each other, do like a lot of swing tip stuff. I think I, I don't really watch that much, but it, it's very golf influencer vibes, and it's not players. And I would consider myself a a player first, and I just you know I post swing videos and and uh, workouts here and there. I'm gonna be a little bit more uh, like when I get back to California, um, I'm gonna be a little bit more organized with it all because I you know I have to write out a plan, and and it takes it does take time. I mean. With ed- especially with like editing now, you have to compete with all these people who are like using crazy cameras and and have very good production of what they're posting, and and which is really cool. And it does help grow the game, but it also could be pretty, you know, pretty cringy to the to the avid golfer or professional golfer like me and you. Yeah, feels. So for someone who doesn't use social media like that. What's your view on all the, the golf influencer stuff? I see like all this over the last couple of years about like having an online shop 
an obstacle. Shit. It's like, man, like, I just did that, man. And, and I, I know, like, there's algorithms, algorithms and stuff, too. And, like, they've made this, like, one huge artificial intelligence um, system, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, but it's it's got a mind of its own now, pretty much. And um, you're right. There are ways to kind of, like, use that into your favor. Um, to me, like, I just like doing stuff so much that and like being in the moment that it's hard for me to pull my phone out sometimes unless somebody tells me or I'm like, oh, like this would be a really good moment for it. Sure, I like a good picture every now and then or I like to snap a good photo every now and then and um, I'll go on streaks where I can take videos, but like a lot of times I just don't post the stuff. I don't know why. I mean, I like my, my David Wetterick account is I mean, if we're going to cut the cake, it is my golf account, and I put golf stuff up there. I have put golf stuff it, stuff up there in the past, but, like, like I said on the podcast I did with uh, Julia, So You Want to Be a Pro, on uh, Tuesday morning, like, I, I'm not a professional golfer. I play professional golf. I'm not a yoga teacher. I teach yoga. Um, like, the, like all of these are just things that I do. And so like, because of that, I like sharing some of the things that I do. There's times where I, like I'm introverted as fuck though too. And I'm like, yeah, like I don't feel like I need to share this with people. And like, I'll, I'll just keep a lot of stuff to myself. Um, but no, I'm getting better at finding that balance of like what I want to share, what I should share, what I need to share with regard to like growing myself, my brands, um, all the brands I'm associated with. So there, there's a healthy balance to it for sure. And I'm working my way um, from the opposite end that uh, like someone like you would be, for example. But yeah, I hope I answered any answered your question. Like that's kind of like what I see my channel as, but like for others, like once again, like it's an account, it's a way to, I, I see I see the, the method to the madness, but I know like, I don't know, sometimes I like being on the other side of the, that method. Golfers, obviously more golfers, especially the people who are, who are playing against or playing with, don't have or don't use social media like that. that. And they're just strictly like, I'm just here to get better. And sometimes I think like, cause I take so many videos and, and you know, I'm, I'm kind of a perfectionist when it comes to golf. Like I try to like, I, I strive for perfection. Like that's, it, it it's it's made me the player that I am today, and it's also I would say it's hurt me a little bit because you know golf's not a game of perfect, not to quote Bob Rotella, but it's it's uh, and it's something and like with social media, it's something you need to be consistent with, and it sometimes it doesn't matter the quality or what you're posting. You just need to post so so people who follow you feel like they're right there with you, and it's some it's something I need to get better at. I mean. Coming, uh, coming the next few weeks, I'm going to be more interactive. I'm probably going to take more videos of myself talking to the camera, which I am not comfortable with at all, because I am a very introverted person, even though it might not seem like that on this podcast. But um, I, I'm very keep to myself, and I mean, in our podcast with Sam, he's he is all he's like, yeah, dude, like you, you just don't talk. Yeah, for an LA kid, I'd say you're probably introverted. For a Cincinnati kid, like you're, you're healthy, like kind of in the middle, maybe a little still, 
on the introverted scale. But yeah, um, continue. I mean, with people like that, I've known for a while, and like me and you have gotten very close over the years. And like, I, I like if I'm close with you, I might talk too much. Is like when I was playing with Brennan the other day, I told him, I'm like, dude, I haven't talked this much in years. talking the whole day. But if I go out and play with a guy I met out, like a friend I met out in LA, they probably like look at me. They're like, dude, like, why don't you smile more? Why don't you talk more? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a little bit more introverted. But anyway, that's just a little insight on me. But uh, the social media, dude, you just need to connect with people. And that's what people want. But people also just want like, I mean, my all my DMs are like, hey, man, like I'm trying to do this in my swing. Do you think it's okay? Or it's either that or, you know, people just hating. But who cares, who cares about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, social media is such a good tool. And it actually helped grow the golf world so much. And Again, we've talked about this in the previous podcast. Some golf is changing, but it's grown the game so much, but it's also taken it into a different avenue where it's a little bit more like bro-y or more like frat lifestyle. And and yeah, so like some of it is a little cringy, but hey, it's getting views. So if, if their goal is to grow the game, then all power to you. I'm not going to hate on that. Right. There's no right or wrong way, you know. But like we're about to we're about to go into this PGA show and and just see uh, all the big golf influencers, all the, uh, you know, all the popular people who are in the golf world, and and yeah, I don't know if you have anything more to say on that. But like, do you have any well, do you have any like questions? Couple podcasts. Do you have any- I was just gonna say like what I said on a couple podcasts ago, like generally when i when i see someone who's a golfer like i take the tom watson approach and what he said is like if you play golf you're my friend so um i always try to like come in with that mindset when i'm meeting someone but yeah i mean you're not gonna vibe with everyone you see out there um everyone's got different personalities and i'll tell you like i i mean i don't try not to have any enemies like i said on on the tuesday podcast with julia as well but like there's definitely some rivals that i have out there for sure whether it's like a friendly rivalry or like we don't really have a relationship and it's just kind of like man i like i really want to beat this motherfucker's teeth in or like i really (laughs) like hope i best this guy by the end of the day i feel that so um or by the end of the week yeah, I don't know. I got friends that are that are influencers too. Yeah, it's just a different world, and they do completely different things. Like they, like while they're like out playing and having like a good time, me and you are the ones who are. I mean, even Fresh brought it up, like hitting a hundred three footers in a row, and if you get to ninety nine and miss, you have to restart. And there's nothing worse than that feeling. Cause you're like, shit, this guy's taking another thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. And your back's starting to hurt because you're putting, and it's just very tedious stuff. But, you know, you just have to get it done, and that helps your confidence. But, I mean, playing golf for fun and playing golf competitively is very different. Um, I I mean, I the reason I love playing golf is because I love the competitive nature of it. I could I could play any professional sport and, and love the game purely on the uh, competition side. I mean, it... it that's just how I'm kind of wired. So 
But when it comes to just playing golf for fun, I can't just go out. I, I, I honestly don't have that much fun going out and like drinking and playing golf because it is my job. Turn around isn't that fun for me on the golf course, but I understand why it is because it, it is a game and it is meant for for enjoyment and pleasure. So all power to you for doing that. Most definitely, and like I agree with you on that side of the um, argument as well too. I mean, like I don't go out and like drink beer and play golf. Like golf is more of a discipline to me, like kind of like yoga is like the two things that I really enjoy doing are more so like a disciplined, um, a disciplined um, practice. So yeah, like I'll go out there and like I'll have a few beers and maybe smoke a joint or something while I'm playing or something like that. But like, that's not going to be often at all. Like, more often than not, I'm out there, I'm focused, I'm working on my game. And, like, yeah, I'm enjoying myself, but at the same time, like, it's the nitty-gritty. Like, I want to get better. And whether or not, like, it's my occupation or not, I don't think of it that way. It's just me wanting to get better at what I do with this because I care about it and have a passion for it so much. and love the game. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, fun fun for me is – is feeling after a good shot, like, okay, finally, I felt that, I felt that move I was working on, that shot that I've been trying to hit, like, that's fun, that's why, that's why I love golf, not, not, I mean, it can be fun socially, like, like I said on the last podcast, I've had a golf course in a long time when me and Brendan were playing, and it was the atmosphere, it was playing with a buddy I haven't played with in a while, and, you know, like, we were learning from each other, and, that's that's where I find it fun, but when you're in the influencer golf world and you're getting, I've been asked to do like like scram like scrambles and like golf influencer like um, golf golf influencer outings, and that's just not what that's not what I'm on Instagram for. I'm on Instagram just to to get my name out there and and when I do make it, I could get stay connected. Yeah, I could get I could get that um, endorsement because of my following, or I could get that uh, recognition because of my following. Because how many guys do you know on tour where you're looking at the leaderboard? You're like, I don't even know half these guys. Right. I feel it. But but uh, they they kept their head down and they were grinding and working hard and, and they're there and they're they're making their living out there and I'm sure they wouldn't wouldn't want to change it wouldn't want to change it for anything. Um, and I'm not saying I like want to be famous or anything. I I purely do this to possibly have like a side, like a side hustle, to possibly have like an extra income coming in if if I'm not playing well, you know. Because we're we're living paycheck to paycheck, trying to pay for these golf tournaments and and travel and all that. So having having that side side thing that could, could possibly lead to some, something bigger is pretty cool. So, yeah, and I definitely respect that. And um, I, I'm glad you cleared that up as well too, because, I mean, I had a feeling that's what, that's what you were doing, but I don't know if like anyone else would know that either, just because like you and I are so close. Um, But no, I, great tool, man. Like now that you're talking about it, it's it's a great tool to use it as a side hustle because like, 
you'll get you'll you'll have that like experience of like marketing yourself but also taking the heat and criticism and like you probably deal with that a lot like you said but you just rub it off now you rub like you rub off like the negative comments probably so easily especially at this point since you've been doing it for several five six years now yeah my thing is I like no matter what anyone tells me. I mean, if you, you just go look at my TikTok, dude, the the comments I get on there are just comical, you know. And nothing nothing I've seen or heard from social media, I haven't heard from people who have been close to me, so or have I thought were close to me, you know. So it's just like I just let let it bounce right off of me, and it's given me like a lot of thick skin and honestly a little confidence because I mean, if it's all love, you're not winning. You know, people at the top, like look at LeBron James. Like I'm not a big LeBron guy, but that guy gets so much hate. And the reason he gets so much hate is because he's one of the best players of all time. And yeah. if he was, if he was a bad player, no one would care. So if you're getting a little bit of that, it's a little flattering as well. So someone's taking the time to write down something for you. And you just got to take the positives of everything and just roll with the punches. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good point, man. So, yeah, I didn't mean to get deep. <laughs> no, I'm glad we did because, it really, like I said, it cleared shit up. It really cleared the air as well, too. So, not that there was any, like, like bad air, but it was just clearing the airs and, like, just showing people, like, giving people more clarity. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Instagram or social media in general is – it, it, it is supposed to be for fun, and, you know, you get those bad people on there that just like to see the world burn. Um, but I think it's a good tool or it's a fun thing to do if, if you're on the, the side of being an influencer or you just want to show people you're having a good time. Right. I mean, the only wrong way to use social media is if you're just not out there to hate on everyone, but it's going to be in it's, – it's everything. Once again, going back to the happiness advantage book, fucking spread that positivity. Science. Yeah, man. Just gotta, just get, you, you get the energy you give off. Yeah. So if, if you stay positive and, and just roll with the punches, everything's going to be all right. For sure. All right. Well, I think we conclude this segment. Let's, uh, put a stop in it i gotta take a piece in too and we're almost at the show so we're not almost yeah, we're, ah, we're 20 minutes away yeah we'll be all right you can hold it i can hold it <laughs> it'll be up to my eyeballs by the time we get there but i'll hold it oh my god all right well <laughs> i hope you only think about that the, the, the rest of the time we're in the car but uh, yeah, we're almost, we're almost at the PGA show, and we'll uh, we'll do something after as well. So, yeah, man. we'll share our experience. Anywho, quick uh, re-entry and post-PGA show talk now. Pre-post-PGA shit show special edition episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so we made it. We uh, we. 
we had our PGA show experience. Um, what did you, uh, what was your biggest takeaway from this? Well, we put some stuff up on the Dreamcatcher website, not much, but a few photos of us in action and just seeing some friends, but <clears throat> it's definitely different than what it was two years ago and when I went and also the direction that and the reason for me going was kind of similar, but also different. So this time it was more so just to make connections and meet people. And I think we did a good job at that. We met, we met a, a handful of good people. We didn't get like a big number that we met, but they were all good quality people for the most part. And we spent our time wisely, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, the amount of times we'd walk five steps, then run into somebody and talk to them for like 30 minutes is wild. We got, like that first like hour and a half we were there, I was like, we've gotten nowhere. <laughs> we just walked right in the door and just kept talking to people, which is, I mean, I guess the point of doing all of it, but it was, uh, I mean, it was an all around cool experience. I mean, we met a bunch of cool people and got to see like new and, and there's always new companies and stuff, but I don't know. It just seemed like, it seemed like it was more directed around, like apparel and uh, golf course needs instead of like golf clubs, you know. I mean, yeah, we didn't we didn't totally. do the we didn't do the demo demo day, but I remember when I went like five or six years ago, like Taylor Made, Titleist, Surikson, they all had giant booths up, and they didn't have any of that. Like none of them were there. We were trying to find Surikson for a while and they didn't have a booth up, which is kind of weird. Do you think they just kind of reserved them for the smaller companies or the like up and coming stuff or what? I think that what a lot of those big companies did after COVID, especially was they evaluated where they were putting their marketing dollars and advertising dollars to. And they saw that as like a big proponent. And now that it's kind of been revamped and there was a little bit of an off year for it. I think last year the show was digital. It, um, <clears throat> I, I think it's just not worth it for them to do it anymore. And talking to a friend of mine who works at an executive company or a big golf company, um, they, they see the show as dead. So he, I as, heard that as what? the horse's mouth is dead. Because, really? like, there's nothing that they can do to really improve their product line or to um, gain more people. Because, like, <clears throat> this company for this company is in every, every store, um, private and public. So, so they just think, yeah, I mean, like, we don't really need to push this stuff because it's already basically being pushed online and they maybe through, I don't know, man, that's pretty, it's pretty wild. Cause it's, it was such a big deal. Like everyone, everyone makes so it too. such a big deal for the show over here. Well, it's what you make of it as well too. Like we had a reason we were going there and we got done exactly what we wanted to. We wanted to talk about the podcast and, spread the word about Dreamcatcher Golf and a little bit of the Clovernook Open too. So, I mean, I chopped out all three or 
yeah, took off all three heads I needed to, and you as well. I mean, you you were getting down to business too. So, I mean, that's there's use for it in us because we need to make some more connections in the golf world, and there's companies that um, need need that recognition as well too. Some don't really need it. I mean, Titleist, TaylorMade, Cirque they weren't there. Um, who else did I not notice? Any of the grip companies, Golf Pride, Lampkin, um, only one putter company, Betnardi, Bridgestone was there. Yeah. Other than that, it was it was more so like golf industry uh, needs. So whether it's golf course operations or golf shop, a lot of it was that, um, but still, I mean, there were there were some influencers like we talked about, and like we talked about on the way there that um, the viewers heard earlier in this show or in this episode. So <clears throat> there was plenty of everything there. I mean, it's not like it's dead by any means. I think that 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 PGA show it's not much different from the last one with regards to the amount of booths there and the people we saw there, like when it was at its most uh, trafficked on Thursday, you know? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you're right. Maybe, maybe the convention center part is more for the startups and for the newer stuff. I mean, it, but yeah, I guess there's really no point for those bigger companies mm-hmm. to be there. I mean, maybe the- it's like, it's, it may be dead for, I mean, that's such a strong word. I think it's dead for, are just not useful for the bigger companies because they already have their thing, you know, unless they're coming out or like revamping something. But then again, you just turn on golf channel or you just look on Instagram and you'll see it all over the place. Yeah. But But I I guess, yeah, I don't know, but like what, like I told you, I just wanted to see this new Surixon stuff because I, I, that's where I get my stuff is I have a, nice little deal with Srixon and I just wanted to see the driver or see the woods because apparently they're they made the gold list on golf digest and yeah there's woods have never yeah and uh I just wanted to you know set it down see what it was about and they weren't there yeah I mean there is probably at demo day so I guess if you really really wanted to see it you just go to demo day but yeah, and those that's where those big companies will be more than likely to like all the companies I said. I mean, their their PGA show <clears throat> is not in the golf shop; it's on the course. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to. I mean, you can make swings in there. Obviously, there was a, a mini driving range, but you'd rather see a golf ball fly all the way from its strike to its descent onto the. Um, ground again I mean you want to see that whole ball flight and that's the way to do it is outside I I guess but I mean when I was there TaylorMade had their own like little driving range in there like that net and I feel like that could sway a lot of people if you just get them in into your booth and like like, look how cool this is look at the new stealth or whatever they have coming out and yeah and be like you know what like I was thinking about getting a new Callaway but then I went back to their booth and hit the stealth a few more times the next day. And I was sweet. I don't know. Maybe, but then again, that's just like, 
I'm thinking of too small, small of a picture, I guess. But I mean, I went to it. Me and you both went to the show this year for a full day. I don't think it's dead. No, no. I think I think it's fine. I mean, it, it may. If they want to say it was an off year, it, it probably was. But I think that. Any, and we went on the second day where it's not as busy as the initial day. True. The first day. And I want to yeah. add that any like any networking event on that kind of scale is always going to be have some sort of magnitude to it and level of influence. So I think that <clears throat> it's going to be something useful in the future. Maybe we'll see Titleist inside in, in the years to come. Maybe not. But I mean, everyone's got their Everyone knows when the PGA show is in golf for the most part. If you're involved with golf, you know when the PGA show is, or it's at least broadcast on the golf channel. So if you're not up to date with it, then like you'll get that kind of coverage. So it's not like it's going unnoticed. And once again, like I said, I think um, you can make the most of your time. And I, like I said, I think we did. No, we definitely did. Um, yeah, we met a lot of cool people. We did uh it was actually a lot more enjoyable than I thought it'd be. Not that I was thinking it was gonna be miserable, but <clears throat> I think the people the people who listen to this podcast know my thoughts about the golf world and they definitely were swayed a little bit for the better. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So, I mean, yeah, I definitely had a good time and I don't know, man, it was just uh it's just kind of cool just seeing everything. But, I mean, if you're into golf at all, going to the PGA show, it's like you're like a kid, kid in the candy store. Like, what can I see next? Like, what what are these, you know, whatever it is about. There's just so much. There's so much stuff in golf now. It's wild. Oh, yeah. No stuff. There is. I had one of the uh, people we met took, took me out to dinner. The last guys we did. Play uh, player two guys. Give, yeah, we'll give them a shout out because of that. Thank you, AJ, Vinny, Ben, David, Tim, all those guys involved. Um, thanks for dinner and and the fun time. The last little bit of the show before Mike had to leave, he was hanging out with us too. So, <laughs> yeah, it's good. They're good people, man. That was fun. It was definitely a good time. But uh, do you want to do you want to tell people what happened to you that night? <laughs> Or that morning, I guess. Yeah, we can we can go there. Uh, Is it too I mean, raw course, for you? No, it's not raw at all. Let's talk about it. Next morning, I come out of my hotel room and I had my two side windows busted, right side windows of my car, and uh, fortunately, nothing was taken. It, um, we there were like twenty cars in total that had been like like their windows busted open and cars ransacked looking for like phones, wallets, keys, uh, probably guns too. Anything small worth value that they could like throw into a backpack and just run with. But yeah, there were like 20 cars, like dozen or so in the parking lot. And then like four or five on the way on the street out, just like them looking for a getaway car. But yeah. So right now, or I drove, back up from Orlando 
to North Carolina with uh, some crash wrap, courtesy of Safe Light Auto Glass, on my right side of my car, and it was a wild drive. And needless to say, I didn't make very many calls, and the music volume, I, the music I did listen to, the volume was loud. So, <laughs> and the podcast. So. <clears throat> Uh, damn that sucks that's just inconvenient i feel like a yeah. hotel would be the worst place to break into a car because everyone just brings their shit inside it is and like part of my fault is like i did not bring everything inside because it was just a one night stay for me i was like all right like i'm leaving in the morning to come back up here so i'm just gonna grab a go bag and leave everything else in there and as luck would behold it uh, was not in my favor and it was a nice part of Orlando too, Winter Park. So, fortunately, you had to catch a flight out that evening and uh, didn't have to worry about that, which I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, I had a rental car anyway. Nice. True. Well, <laughs> imagine going back to Enterprise or whatever rental car company you went to and so explaining that. <laughs> <laughs> luckily i got the insurance on it yeah but yeah i mean that that would have just been annoying plus if i had it like if i was flying out the next day my flight was supposed to be at 7 a.m so it'd be like 5 a.m me walking out to that that'd be the worst mm-hmm. yeah damn man well overall it was a besides that part it's it was such a such a good experience it was very you know, like we were in and out of there, nothing complicated about going, nothing complicated about leaving. Like it's just simple. Talk to people. I, mean, I feel like you have like some of the same conversations with a lot of people, but that's basically what you're there to do. It's just a network and tell them what your what your deal is and learn about what their deal is and see if you guys can help each other out, you know? Yeah, and how you vibe for sure. <laughs> so I hurt my hamstring this weekend. Oh. I was teaching a class and uh, it's always, man, I'll tell you what. And I was talking to my mom about this today too. Injuries always happen when you're like not going a hundred percent or giving your best. Like for example, like I did it when I was going in the triangle pose and demonstrating it for the class I was um, conducting. So I make my way down there and I just feel like a quick slip and my hamstring like, Oh fuck. Like, I knew right then and there it wasn't good, but I was just hoping for the T, like it wasn't the T word. And so um, yesterday, tear. Yeah, yeah. So yesterday I go to to another class and gingerly, um, not gingerly, but mindfully go through the 90-minute class and um, work my hamstring just a little bit. Um, Per my trainer, she told me like, it was okay to go there and got on the books with her this morning. Um, was in there first thing in the morning, just getting dry needles and stem and all that stuff. Little ART and um, <clears throat> what else she did? Oh, she cut me. So she worked me pretty good. I mean, 45 minutes worth of work and like I'm a little sore now, but I can definitely feel it getting better. Probably like two or three more days of, um, just like I guess not full activity but I can golf like easily but I just can't go like do sprints or anything like that you know or like 
stretch it too strenuously too quickly. So, but yeah, I mean, it's the first hamstring injury I've had. I can definitely uh, appreciate having a good lower body that I've had over the 30 years of my existence so far. (laughs) Yeah. Hamstring injuries are uh, no joke. Yeah. But, uh, What's that? What's up? I was gonna say it got me to pull out my like <clears throat> anatomy and physiology book for yoga and like explore which one it was because just to get into some quick detail, like your hamstring is made up of three muscles and it was it ended up being the, the middle one called the semitendinosis. And so I was able to kind of figure that out and like locate the sensation like where the sensation was coming from and exactly which muscle it was so cool little thing about yoga there just being able to feel into your body my little spiel on broadcast of uh education courtesy of Dreamcatcher golf co <laughs> brought to you by Dreamcatcher golf <laughs> yeah man well i'm glad you're okay glad your car is fine we don't have to talk about safe flight anymore but for obvious yeah. reasons. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> um, I'll see him on Thursday. Yeah. Just bring that, bring your car to Cincinnati. Mel's Auto Glass will take care of you. Mel's Auto Glass? Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, do you have any would you rathers? I got a couple for our guests coming up, but that's not for the next episode. All right, I guess we can keep it on topic. Would you rather have what you, what happened to you with your windows broken? Like when someone breaks in your car, they break your windows, nothing gets stolen, or would you rather your car be unlocked, nothing broken, but like like AirPods or maybe like your phone was stolen? So would I'm going to get into that? a little bit more detail about that. I would oh, rather gosh. have the I'd rather have the former, the first thing you said, because yeah. that is exactly what happened to me. I had I had some something more than clothes in there. I mean I had my golf clubs, I had all the business cards that I um accumulated over the day before, and I had my fucking like camera GoPro bag in there with like all my memory cards, my yoga training manual from last year um the books i was reading like everything was in there man um so i'd rather have that happen to me because i mean yeah you can replace it but having to it's more it's i'd say it's more convenient to replace windows than it is to replace something like airpods more often than not because, yeah, you could just claim them stolen and I guess insurance will take care of it for you. But, yeah. What about you? Okay. I'd rather have the windows broken and nothing gets stolen. It's, it's easy fix. It's not that expensive. And I had my car broken into almost a year ago. And they stole my clubs, my Theragun, 
back window was broken as well. My passport for some reason. And that was just a bitch to get all back. I'd rather just, honestly, I'd rather than just take my car and leave my golf clubs. <laughs> yeah. Dude, no, I bet. trying to replace, trying to replace your whole bag, especially as like a professional golfer is the worst. Because you're reaching out to different people. You're like not trying to pay like full price for everything, you know, because as a player, you accumulate stuff in your bag. Like I would, I want my three wood back so bad. It's ridiculous. Like if I could just get anything back, I just want my three wood. So it's just weird. But uh, yeah, just break, break anything you want. Just don't steal my golf clubs. <laughs> right. That could be the, if we ever rename the podcast, it could be that. What's that? Take my life, but not my golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, I think that's another t-shirt idea right there. Right. <laughs> We're going to copyright that right then and there. Trademark yeah. that. Take my life, but not my golf clubs. That's good. All right, well, let's wrap it up. I think we got a good amount of time talking about that. Um, Bengals talk for the next episode. For yeah, our we'll, we'll we'll get on that. We got we got two weeks till the Super Bowl, so we're gonna we have time Dude, to do all that. Yeah, uh, that's another thing. One one thing about who day talk. It's February tomorrow. And the Bengals are playing in February, dude. The Bengals are playing football in February. And it's not the Pro Bowl either. The fucking Cincinnati Bengals football team. I still don't believe it, so... I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> dude, I saw I'm gonna have tickets for the game. Can't win, can't win it all if you don't win the last... I was looking up tickets for the game, and the cheapest ticket I found was five thousand dollars. Going? Fuck no! Five grand? Well, if any anybody wants to buy us tickets, we'll go. That's just ridiculous. Because I was honestly thinking about going. If they were around one or two, I would go. Yeah, but five? Fuck that! Not even worth it. But all right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Plug it and go. Yep. Follow our uh, Instagram at Traveling Athlete Pod. Follow me at Mike Wolf Golf on all platforms. Dave. My Instagram is David Wetterick, as well as Dreamcatcher Golf Co. for our golf and yoga platform and uh, Clovernook Open coming up in May. So check that out too. But yeah, like, share, follow our stuff. Um, Check out Dreamcatcher Golf Co. on YouTube as well. But, yeah, thanks again for watching or listening, rather. And um, till next time. Till next time. Peace. We got to do it again, dude. Let the lens cap out.